Mike check, Mike check. One of Masters podcast. Go ahead, drop it. Got all these demons in me. Just drop Lord, that. Blood off my Sing it. All this greed and envy. All around me had to cut my loose Gotta cut them. It's so much easier so to fly with no burden. I could point the finger. Point fingers. Nobody's perfect. Nobody perfect. More than a massive podcast, those made of course. You don't want to know. Running from these demons, I've been dreaming about them hunting us. Paranoid is on them, tuck. Put the press, we gotta slide. Try and put this pride aside. Attitude gonna get me killed. I get that from my mama's side. My mama. If we up late, how I wash his blood off my hands, I still see his face. Still see his face. Love, hurt, and pain kills. Pussy makes with pain. I gotta stop. 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 Look, man, Morning Masters podcast, your host, main of course. Yo, I ain't do it one year in about two years. I ain't gonna lie, right? But I just did a thinking out loud. Episode six um, is coming out Monday audio, uh, the visual, I'm sorry, Sunday, 7 p.m. audio drop. And then tonight, this is Saturday, it's 11 6. I'm doing this 12.55 p.m. right now. But tonight, the the visual for thinking a lot of drop on YouTube. Um, and that's just, you know, we randomly talking about some random topic or whatever the case may be. But in me talking about that, I did forget because it's, it's freestyle. I forgot to talk about something that I wanted to talk about. And I actually told somebody this story a few weeks ago and in a conversation I've been having with people about, you know, just 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 people that they love and um, how they going through different things. I started to think, I was like, damn, I never told this story before. And I'm, I'm talking about even to just anybody, a girl, another another dude, like a homie, a homie, my brother, like family, my mom. I never told I mean, never spoke about it. Like it's something that happened. I'm like, damn, I never, ever talked about it. Or told people like my viewpoint of it, how I felt, like why why I did X Y Z, and I don't know. I guess I guess I figure I, I can share it here. You know what I'm saying? And I ne- I've never spoken about this with my mom since it happened. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, man. And and my when I do my Wonder Years, I kind of it's kind of long winded, so I don't know how long it's gonna be. And this is just one event, so it's not like it's a whole like a few days I gotta lead up to it, nothing like that. But I have to be as detailed as possible to put y'all in my in my shoes at least see it through my eyes and in the past one of the years it's been something that I went through and I kind of talked about it over and over time so by the time I told the story I had it down packed to where I know how to add it in and make it entertaining this is me saying it off the fly and it's not really an entertaining story at all to me it's just um it's informative about just me but also about a kid that could be doing xyz and maybe why they're doing them things they're doing right so uh, without further ado, make sure the music and everything is all unplugged. Without further ado, I'm going to get into that. So, let me see. How old was I when this happened? Ooh, I don't even know. I want to say I was 11. I was I was 11, I think. I was 11. So, anybody know my, my Wonder Years, whatever. Let's back to the other ones. I had a Wonder Years when I got caught up in some gang stuff when I was in um middle school, whatever. And then, and I got, I saw also middle school is when I, I had got, the only other time, only time in my life where it just happened, and I got jumped, robbed, you could say, from my bike, and and um when I was eleven, right? All right, so 
those two stories is, is what I did one of the years on. If I, if I did more, I don't remember them, but those are the two people I love the most. So this one of the years is it's still around that time. And the one of the years, it's funny now, it's a reboot out right now of one of the years of a black, um, it's, it's a black show now. One of the years is a white show though. It's a white white kid who's who's telling you his, his um kind of like through a diary of things he's been through in his life and they're acting it out. I love Wonder Years. It's one of my favorite shows. I haven't seen a black one yet. Don't don't judge me, but I took that and I was watching Wonder Years at the time and I got inspired to tell you know what? Let me tell people my story. Let me tell people some things I've been up to. Obviously, some things you're not gonna tell just because um I'm just not. Some things you take to the grave with you, whatever. Some things you don't. So in this though, this is something that I've never spoken about, but I want to speak about it now. So let's say I can bring y'all back. So what? Oh one. Let's say oh one. You know something like that. Um, my mom had a boyfriend. His name was Delroy. Um, since my once my dad left. So my dad left. Well, I was in second grade. So I was well, seven. I remember. I remember second grade year about to start school. He was still living there. He came in the room. You know, hugged me, and he was like, "Yo, you going to second grade, man? You big seven now." Da 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 da. And then like I said he didn't stay. He left after that. So I remember, I, I just always remember that with that. So I know second grade is when he left. I remember the day he told me he was leaving. I remember that day distinctively. And so I'm seven years old, you know, it's, now it's just me. You know, at seven years old, you get this this pressure put on you because you're a man in the house. I'm seven. I can't be a man, obviously. Um, I could barely, don't get me wrong. I, always, I, make, I keep making these references and jokes about taking the trash out. But at seven, not only did I forget to take trash out, the trash was too fucking big. I'm not a, <laughs> not a big kid, you know what I'm saying? I've never been a big person. This is the biggest I've been in my life now, and I'm not even big to me, but, you know, if you knew me four or five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I've always been just, you know, slender, slender dude. So, um, yeah, seven years old is a lot to take on. It's a big pressure, a lot of pressure. I got two siblings younger than me. I'm living in Brooklyn, New York, Bushwick, one of the worst areas in Brooklyn, all right? Um, so that that paints that picture for you right there. Okay, my mom. Uh, she had the first boyfriend she had was a guy named Lee. Lee was a big dude. Um, when I say big, I mean like just muscular. You know, a big, big dude, whatever. Um, he was cool. Never had no problems with him. And then Delroy was a big dude as well. Like almost like a football player type, like brolic wrestling type nigga. Looked like um, ugly as shit too. But I know I could tell he had money. I think my mother was going for that money, money thing <laughs> at the time. I ain't gonna. My mom was a player. I ain't gonna tell you. My mom. She gave me a game like. I didn't see people get played because, you know, my mom, she was very transparent with me with a lot of stuff she was doing and, and, and what she did and who she did like, didn't like, why this person around, why this person not around. We spoke because I was a man in the house, you know. She gave me that 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 respect of speaking to me about certain things that she probably didn't have to speak to me about, but also to make sure, like, hey, you know, when this person come over, you don't say this and that, that is that and third. So I fuck with it um, hard. So shout out to my mom, love her to death, wouldn't ask for a different mom. I'm going to get to the story, I, I can promise you. I'm trying to give y'all some, you know, some pre pre prequels, whatever. So, let me see. How can I explain Delroy? Um, he was, I think he was from Guyana, so he was Guyanese. Um, he had apparently he had two kids. I only knew one, and this story is about the one kid. He had a son, um, about my age. I want to say he might have been younger than me, but he was bigger than me. Like he was, he was bigger, like bigger. We was the same same height, but he was like a like he was just thick. You know what I'm saying? Like. Just bigger than me. I don't know how to, how, to, how to say it. Like, he ate oatmeal every day or some shit like that. It all worked out every day. He was bigger and fucking stronger shit. And I ain't gonna lie. I not gonna lie about that. So, um, you know, I guess in, in, in time of them getting to know each other and, and him coming over all the time and this, that, and third, eventually, you know, he got his kids. She got her kids all the time. So, you know, you kind of merge the two after a while, whatever the case may be. 
Um, so we, we did stuff like we went, might went to the park or some shit, do there. The nigga was kind of annoying. I ain't gonna lie. I can't forget it. I can't think of his. Oh, his son's name was fucking Andrew. Man, I just think about it. Like I said, I ain't I haven't talked about this in so long. I just told somebody the story the other day, but even then, I felt like I left stuff out. But his name was fucking Andrew. Damn, that's his name, Andrew. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So, you know, like I said, we would go, you know, places. We would um. Nothing, nothing, nothing major. Basketball games and shit like that. My mom was a wild person. Though. Let me tell you about my mom real quick. My mom's is wild. Her and this dude, Delroy, kind of got into it maybe three or four times, right, that I can remember, at least when I was there, whatever. The first time I ever seen him get into it was at a game that it was in Chelsea Piers. If you're from New York, you know what Chelsea Piers is. It's this big place in Manhattan where they play ball and, like, all the work leagues can play or whatever the case may be. Sometimes NBA players be there or whatnot. So I mean, my mom worked with this dude. So he was, like, a bigger person at her job whatever. And so we there. I've been to some few games with him by myself, you know, me and him, because I love basketball, whatever. I guess that was like supposed to be our bonding time or whatever. Didn't really work, but it was cool to watch the games. Um, yeah, she came to one of the games, man, and um slapped the shit out of him. I ain't gonna lie, she just slapped the shit out. I don't know what they argued about, but they was talking about something, and all I know is she slapped the nigga twice. Bap, bap, real quick, slap shit out of him, said, Jermaine, come on, let's go. That's it. You gotta tell me nothing else. I'm ready to go. I'm walking. We walking out, he following, chasing her. You know, she, he get a turn around. He talked to her about whatever he want to talk to her about. All right, boom, we stay. That was the first time I seen him get into it. All right. After that, I never seen them get into it, but I know they had an altercation in the room one time. I could hear it. Then um, he left, like slandered on left. She called the cops, whatever. And then the second, the other time, no, she didn't call the cops. I'm sorry. I think my sister called the cops. My mom don't call the cops. I just want to make sure that's clear. My mom don't call the cops. Sister called the cops. Um, it woke me up, though. And then we woke up, and like I said, he was gone. And then the third time I was happened to be coming in, this nigga slammed the door so fucking hard, the door broke. But he looked very upset. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just painting this picture of me being in a, this kind of aggressive uh, setting, you know what I'm saying? Of me, what I'm, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm encountering and what I'm seeing, all right? And there's no video to this. It's just all audio, by the way. So this is no visual. This won't be a visual. Should have said that in the beginning. I'm sorry. Um, but I want to just fast forward to me and his son. So me and his son, all right. Let me tell you how, how I am. I'm a very protective person when it comes to my siblings. All right, like I'm, a, I've always been big on respect all my life. I promise to you. Like I, like it's never been a time where I never been bullied. If and if I, if I felt like somebody bullied me, the only time in my life, only time in my life, the only time in my life where I felt like a nigga ever tried to bully me or bully me or got one up on me, I guarantee you. And if I tell you right now, you wouldn't believe me. I when like when when I came to to realize that's what was going on, I made that nigga pay for it every single time. Every single time. And let me, explain, let, me, let me further explain what I mean when I say that. I've never been a bully, right? But so I was younger, and, and this is dude named Enrique, and he was like, um, <laughs> I said something. I think I said, hey, you know, I said what's up to him. I said what's up to him, and he kind of like shit on me. I forgot what he said now, but he shit on me, and he put it, put his hands up as if he wanted to fight, whatever. Teacher was like, no, go away, da-da-da-da, and left alone. But when we got to class, like a couple years later in school, um, I, I was in this phase where I like to punch people in their face. I don't know why. Just I think I saw it. I saw somebody fight, and I saw how I looked. And they weren't bleeding nothing. I don't like blood, but they weren't bleeding nothing like that. It's just that he would punch them in the face. I'm like, damn, that, that was some clean-ass shots. And I had this glove, like this, this black glove. It was, it was wintertime in New York. And every time I went up to him, like this, this, it was just one week, I just... I just decked a nigga. Like, it was called decking back in the day. You call a nigga. You, you're decking a nigga mean like you just punch him in the face. You know what I'm saying? And cheekbone. And every time he come around me, 
I was I would punch him. I don't know. Like I just I just would do it. And and I know it's, it's gonna sound wild. I know it's gonna sound messed up. You probably like not you. Trust me. It, I, I, it's not like I was trying to be an asshole. It's just I don't know. Like I just never let that go. But that was just one week of me just punching him in the face pretty much every day I saw him. No big deal. All right. So I said to say like yeah I always been big on respect. I just don't play about that. Like I might not say nothing that day, but guarantee it, we going we gonna come to some kind of formal agreement about how you gonna respect me going forward. I might have to think about it in a little while because if I react right then and there, then it's just violence. And I don't, I'm, I'm too old to be fighting niggas now. I've been too old since I was damn 20. I don't be fighting niggas. So, anyway, so that's that. I want to get into like the actual day. So, a few times, you know, I always been, I always been an older dude. Like, I always been a man of the house. So, when I would ha- not have school, whether I was in fourth, fifth, sixth grade, you know, whatever. Um, I could stay home and watch the kids. Like that's that's the kind of household I was in. I was old enough and mature enough to where we didn't need a necessarily a sitter. Did we have people that would come watch us and come by? Yeah, you know, or drop money off or drop some food off. Yeah, but for the most part, it was on me. Unless I had an older cousin that was in town at the time and they just took over, but it was always on me. I was always in charge. Matter of fact, even if somebody came over, I was in charge. My mother always said, "Look, I know something's just coming over, but just remember." You the man of the house, so don't let anybody play your sister, your brother, blah 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 blah, and we go from there. We always have some kind of communication, a form of form of agreement, or some kind of form of a plan when when shit happened or when somebody was coming over. And this particular day, like I said, uh, let me just give you a rundown of me and the dude, me and uh, Andrew, um, Del- Delroy's son, my mother's boyfriend at the time, son. So he was a jokester. He played a lot, but. I think he had mental issues a little bit too. And I say mental issues, I don't mean like he was kind of like, I don't think he was slow. Don't think he was um, dumb by a long shot. But hey, I say he had behavioral issues rather. I think he could have been in special ed, but not because he couldn't read or write, just because he couldn't behave himself. He couldn't sit down. He couldn't stay seated. Like, just didn't listen type, type of deal. So a few times we had got into it, not necessarily fighting, but just got into it because. My sister looks like me. I mean, girl, she's a beautiful girl. Shout out to my sister. But I, like I said, I'm protective of my siblings. I do not play those kind of games. And he would say a little slick stuff about my sister or talk to her sometimes as if he was trying to make that your girlfriend. Like, hey, nigga, like, no, it's not happening. The fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? So those are kind of those are kind of friction. That's the kind of friction we had as far as. That goes. Sometimes you get little playful things like you know we might play basketball. He was trash in basketball, so I might play ball and he might get mad or little shit like that. But we wasn't cool. We wasn't like friends. We always had a little issue, whatever. So let's bring him forward to this day here, man. Um, and it was a two day thing. We had two days off. Um, well I did, you know, and I guess he did too. I don't know why, but we did. So my mom, for some reason, they decided, okay, look, won't y'all just stay here? You know what I'm saying? Just let me know if y'all need anything. I never cool. My brother and sisters with my dad. Why I didn't go? I think I might have been in trouble for something I did, so I didn't go or whatever. So it is what it is. Who cares? But who's that story? <laughs> um, so we staying home. You know what I'm saying? Now my, I got Dreamcast at the time. I feel like it's, I feel like now I feel old talking about Dreamcast. So I'm playing my game. I never cared about games, though, bro. I, I tell anybody this. I never cared about games a day in my life. I had them, but I didn't care for them. I played sports here and there, but that was it. Never could play like Zelda or no, 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 no Call of Duty. I couldn't play no game where you got to complete missions because I'm the type of nigga. Once I, once I can't complete a mission, I get upset. And I'm a, the whole game going to break. I know I can win a game. I know I can win a football game. I, I put the cheating stats up if I have to. I don't, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's entertainment for me. So... Um, that's how I felt, you know, 
about my game. But the thing is, I'm big on respect. You're also not going to just play my game nigga, without asking me. This is my house. You're not going to play my game without asking me. Um, and I think that's what we had. He wanted to play the game. I was playing it. And I think he was like, you taking too long. Like, get off the game. I'm like, nigga, fuck you. Like, you know, like, fuck are you talking about? This is my house, nigga. When I say you get on the game, you get on the game, nigga. It's not, not your game. Um... So we went back and forth about something, and he, you know, he made some comment. My sister is down third, and I'm gonna keep it honey with y'all. I don't know what I said. I might have said somebody's mom or sister. I don't know, but at that time, I'm just matching the disrespect. Disrespect me, I matching disrespect. Mind you, I ain't slap the nigga, I ain't touch the nigga, I ain't do nothing to the nigga. I'm just matching the disrespect because I'm being disrespected in my own home. Okay, cool. The nigga that he just gets upset. All right, he get upset to where I can see it in his face. He's upset. He wants to play. Mind you, I think. He he wants to he he really wants to fight, but even though he's bigger than me, I don't know he just couldn't fight better than me if that makes sense like he just couldn't do it and I don't think he wanted to do no clean shot because then we start punching niggas for real it'd be a, a real back and forth fight which it ended turning into anyway but regardless of the fact whatever cool this nigga go you know so we we have a little you know tussle here and there two three tussles no no big deal nothing nothing like no no punches getting thrown just you know the regular shit like you put a nigga in a headlock or you put a nigga in submission you like let, you good you good all right nigga like all right chill so the first time i ain't gonna lie i mean i'm gonna keep it a buck with you i ain't if y'all sound, if i sound like a bitch i sound like a bitch but the first time i say let me call him on call him on i say yo i'm telling you right now your man's here is acting wild i didn't say your man's you know i said andrew but i'm like yo your man's acting wild i'm telling you he can't play the game he trying to fight I'm just letting you know, just in case we fight, you know, I'm just letting you know. Because, Andrew, this is somebody that my mom's is, I, I don't know if we're trying to build him or not, but I don't want to make something I'm just fucking his son up for no reason. And she lose out on love or whatever it can be, you know. But even though, as a young person that age, I I, I shouldn't have thought, I shouldn't have had to think about that, but I did. So, I'm just telling y'all. All right. So, that's that. First time, whatever. So, the second time, you know, it was, this one just got real. So this nigga goes in and gets a big ass with a big butcher knife you cut steak with type shit. And he comes in the room and he just standing there. So I see the knife in his hand behind like behind his back. I'm like, all right. Cause my mom's like, all right, I know it ain't that deep now, nigga. You wanna play the game. But I'm not no I've just never been that type of person. I've never been the type of person to like back down. Like you're not going no matter how you do it, it's a way to do things. When I say you play the game, you play the game, nigga. And mind you, I ain't play games like that. So it's not like I'm on a game for two hours and he ain't playing. I might be in the second quarter right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, nah, nigga, this is my this is my season. I'm in the second quarter. Like, when I'm done, you can you can play. So, um, yeah. So he comes, stands in front of me. Now, mind you, I already see the knife. He's trying to hide it. I already see the knife. He got it behind his back. He's like, I'm gonna ask you one more time, man. Let me play the game. And with a snap of finger like this. I promise to you, I didn't waste no time. I wanted him to get close as possible so that when I did what I was gonna do, it have a lasting effect on this nigga. So if you know how the dream the Dreamcast controllers was, go pull it up. Look at your look up, look at your phone, or whatever. It was a kind of those are pretty big controllers. They had a big memory card in the back of it. So I got the controller in my hand. I kind of like back up a little bit, like in, in, in a chair I'm sitting in. I kind of move like yo chill, like with a smirk on my face, so that he thinks that I think he's playing, even though I know he's not playing. I'm like yo chill, so I can get some space because he he he's up on me, like he's close up on me. I got some space. As I back up with the space and my left hand, I take I got the controller and I just clocked that nigga with the controller. <laughs> like I threw it at him, not hit him, like threw it at him. Like so imagine, I don't know how to explain it because there's no video, but like I I the shit I, his eye was fucked up. I can tell that. I threw it at him. Boom. When I did that, I just kept going. Bap, 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 bap. 
you know, I'm, I'm going to keep going. I ain't even going to stop. So it wasn't even no facial thing. It's just like at this point, I'm hitting whatever. Forehead, your eye, your mouth, your neck, your, your ear. I don't give a fuck. And I'm, I'm really throwing punches. not like, it's not even playful stuff. Like you could play fight with a nigga and still be serious. This is serious, serious. Like, nigga, I'm trying to, I'm trying to harm you to where like you, you can't get up possibly. So I, I do that. He, I could, you know, as, after like maybe 30, 40 seconds, I could hear him. Stop, stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop, stop, stop. I get the knife and now I'm cursing because I'm pissed off. Like, nigga, like what the nerve of your ass they think you can come to my house and try to pull a knife on me, nigga? Like, the f- and then like, mind you, at this point, I think I was 12. I had been seventh grade. At this point, like, I ready to, you know, be outside doing dumb shit. So, like, I'm seeing this stuff anyway. So, the fact that a nigga think he can try me, niggas don't even try me outside, outside. So, you think you can try me in my household? That's that's a different form of disrespect. So, I wasn't taking no shorts. I was like, yo, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? So, fuck them up. Boom. I I ain't going to lie. Like I said, if I, if I sound like a bitch, I sound like a bitch. But I go in another room. I lock the door. And I call my mom and say, yo, this nigga just pulled a knife on me. I fucked him up. I'm cursing too. I'm like, I fucked him up. I beat his ass, but da 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 da. And she like, wait, what? What? And mind you, I want to take a pause break there real quick. Like, I never understood. I work with women a lot too. I never understood how agitated you can be when your kid keep calling you at work. So mind, I'm calling her already. You know, for all the stuff, whatever. You know, and it's always it's all problems. So you're trying to work, and. Your kid is calling you because this happened, this happened, this happened. At this point, you, you feel like, what the fuck is going on? You fed up, you know what I'm saying? Now, at this point, she wasn't fed up, but I'm just kind of painting that picture of when I stayed home with the kids and stuff like that for no reason, just just me throwing it out there. Because sometimes she would spaz out like, look, I'm going to beat all y'all ass and I get home. Stop fucking playing, da, da, da. And I can understand why she would be like that because we would call it 10, 20 times a day of arguing with some shit. But I want to put you on a picture of, mind you, I'm her first son. I'm her first kid, sorry. I'm the oldest. I'm supposed to protect the, fa- the family. She's supposed to protect me. Uh, she's at work. She she's, she put me with this kid that's she's who she's somebody she's with. And my life is in danger because a nigga didn't pull the knife on me and I had to fuck him up. Because ain't no telling what he would have did. I don't know. He looks serious to me, but ain't no telling what he would have did. So I can't imagine what was going through her mind. Like, I'm at work with the nigga father, mind you. Mind you, you know what I'm saying? So she's talking. She just going crazy. Like, put that motherfucker on the phone, da, da, da. So he put him on the phone. They talking, you know what I'm saying, da 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 And he's acting like, he acting mad remorseful, like, yes, I'm sorry, I don't know what came over me, uh, all this other shit. He crying on the phone and just, you know, sniffling, just like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do it, da 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 I'm sorry, da 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 And I can hear her in her tone, like, she getting like, she getting like, um, how can I say it? She's getting, like, nicer, like, don't, just chill, like, all right, you made a mistake, da da And I'm like, nigga, fuck, chill. I'm going to fuck this nigga up again if he even breathe wrong. So I can hear it. And I mind you, I walk awake. I ain't trying to hear the shit. And he go, he give me the phone back. Before he give me the phone back, he goes, well, can I play the game? Okay. Uh, Jermaine, can I play the game? And I'm like, shit, whatever. Once I'm done, you know, boom. All right. So we done. I let him play the game. That part is important. Okay. And that part, that part there is important for a reason. So, um... I finally let him play the game, and boy, with him playing the game, he turns it off. He he, he did something; and it was just wrong, and he said something to my sister again. Like he, he was, at this point, he was just agitating me again. Like he was trying to get me there again. He come back again with another knife, and he crying this time. Like I ain't fucking playing this time. So I ain't gonna lie, act like I was about to run so that he could kind of chase. And as he, you know, as I 
took a few steps and he tried to follow me. I turned around, pow, just caught him right in the face and he just dropped. And I, and I'm, I'm off my life, I might have one, two. I only dropped, like, including him, three people in my life, like with a punch, though. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't gonna lie, I was a little scared because that was my first time doing it. Like I said, he's bigger than me, he's a big dude. Boom, and he just dropped. Go in the room, close the door. I took the knife, of course. You know, I, st- I ain't gonna lie. So as he dropped, he's not, he not knocked out, of course. He just drops and he just falls, like, to cover himself. And I punch him a few times, you know, stomp him a few times. Nothing major, you know, it's regular stuff. Take the knife, go out, call my mom again. They just leave. They say, hey, fuck it, we come home. Da da da, we coming home. Boom. So uh, we get, they get there, because they had, they told me, she told me, she's like, no, you need to leave, leave the house. I'm like, I'm not leaving the house. Like, fuck that. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not leaving the house. Like, if he come out here again, nigga, it's on him. Like, he over two right now. That's, in my mind, I'm not thinking that. And she's a she's a mom. So her mind, she thinking, like, no, you need to go in this room, lock the door, because in her mind, shit, let's say he get lucky and just stab me. Say I don't say I don't pee tonight. Say I don't have no wherewithal. Say he do overpower me this time. You know, just say he come correct and I'm I'm lacking or whatever, you know, like. Yeah, you don't want to lose your kid, but at the same time, my mom, I'm young and I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, I feel like I'm a man. If you see thinking a lot of six, you'll understand why I'm saying this. But, you know, I feel like I'm a man. I didn't, you know, fought this nigga. I didn't did this. I didn't survive that. Da, 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 you know, I'm like whatever. But in hindsight, as a parent, I definitely see where she was coming from at that time. So we was in different rooms. Um, I said, I said, like obviously, you know, his father came. His father from Guyana, so. Father came and beat the shit out of him. Like, I mean, beat his ass, like, to beat the shit out of him. And I ain't gonna lie, I hate when people get whoopings. I, I can't stand somebody getting disciplined. I used to hate that shit. And this is the one time where I don't think I I, I, I didn't flinch. I played my game. I was getting an asshole. I didn't care. Heard him screaming, all that shit, hollering. Did not give a fuck. And they came apologizing to me. Did not give a fuck. I didn't care about the apology. Didn't care about his dad after that no more, honestly. Like, it was just like, I was over with, like, I wanted to break up with that nigga for my mom. And I could tell she wanted to, but like I said, the nigga had the bread. So, <laughs> so she ain't want to fumble the bag. And I can understand that. But we didn't hang around, like, we didn't hang around each other no more. He came a few times, but like it was never nothing like we were gonna chill, you know. We we barely spoke. Um and I say this to say, like, when you think of the decisions you make and, and how you react outside of home. So imagine me going through that much. I never told a story. This is a real thing. I never told a story, you know what I'm saying? This is a real Thing. Even in telling just now, I still feel like I could have been more detailed in just the fight and just, you know, how my hands looked afterwards or how he looked, like, with the controller in his fucking eye. Like, I, I wish I would have been, I wish I've told the story more times in life so I can understand it more, but I haven't. So I'm only giving y'all what I, what I can tell you, right? And all I can say is, from from that point on, it's almost like you still feel more invincible when you go outside to, and you're doing stupid shit. Because now, it's, and even though I didn't go around telling the story, it's still like it's, it's embedded in you. Like a nigga tried to stab you up, a nigga tried to you know knife you down, a nigga tried to disrespect you, and you had to handle yours. Like it just adds to like this 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 uh mental resume you keep of yourself of how niggas not gonna fuck with you. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you you'll have that that mentality. Like yo, a nigga can't touch me. Like. And you young, so I'm not I'm not knowing. Like mind you, at this time, be just messing with knives. We just that's all we doing. It was no gunplay. Like now they, they mess with guns earlier. Guns wasn't in the in the in the equation. Like it was strictly knives, fights, jumping. I mean, you might fuck a nigga up, but it was all knives, weapons. It was no just not guns though. We couldn't get our hands on guns at the time. So it was none of that. But it just adds to this mental resume you got of why why you untouchable. You know what I'm saying? Like you think you got a knife, why 
this person with a knife can't fuck with you. Like, nigga, I done beat a nigga without a knife, with a knife. You know what I'm saying? I done beat, I done beat somebody without a knife who had a knife. So in my mind, I'm thinking, like, I'm definitely invincible now. Not not thinking that that was a survival, that's just a survival move. I did that move based on surviving, you know, based on not wanting to, you know what I'm saying, get, get, get cut or get stabbed or whatever. And also because I had the wherewithal because I've been outside. I, I, I've seen this. I, I've seen this happen. I, I've been seeing stuff. So I know how to move. I know how to act. I know how to, you know what I'm saying, maneuver through certain situations. And, but when you take that outside again with you, now you feeling more like a man. Like, all right, bet. This, they tried they try to stop me here, but they couldn't stop me here. And it make you, it's a gift and a curse. Because a gift is like, okay, cool. You know you can handle your own. But it's a curse because like, you, you might put yourself in a situation where you can't handle your own because you think you can handle your own. Like, you might put yourself in a, in a really dangerous situation based off how you, how you got out of a dangerous situation. But the situation really wasn't that dangerous or isn't as dangerous as the situation you're putting yourself in. That's a tongue twist. I hope, I hope y'all got it. But like me dealing with him ain't the same as me dealing with a nigga that's 15 outside with a, with a knife because that nigga might really fuck me up. If that makes sense, so I wouldn't. I was never using that, but in excuse me, in hindsight, you will use that. You don't know. You just like, yo, I got out of there clean, nigga. Who next? That's the, that's the mindset you have. Who next, nigga? Like, who, who now? Who won't fuck with me? That that's the mindset you have, and it's it's the wrong mindset to have, you know. But when you're young like that, and you you go through some things like that, you know, you don't you don't necessarily think. But I want to end in like not end it right now, but I want to end that story with saying this. Even me carrying knives outside kind of stemmed from that fight because I never wanted to be in a situation where I felt like somebody had a one-up on me. And I always tell, uh, I always talk about this anyway, uh, in my middle school, we used to get, we had metal detectors. In New York, we had metal detectors. So what we would do is if we knew they was, they, they did random scans, but you could tell when it's a scan because it's a line out the door. Okay, you're doing a scan today. So it was a house across the street, apartment across the street, rather, a brownstone across the street from our middle school where we could just tuck our knives in the mailbox and go back and get them at the end of the day. Or we're going back and get them later on, you know what I'm saying? Or the next day, whatever. So that day you just went had your knife in school, but we all brought knives to school. But for me, it wasn't because I was a follower. It wasn't because I was trying to be cool because I felt like I just, I had to have a knife to, for fad. It was more so the situation I had been through, situation I had been through outside, just, you know, you know, being outside, like I said, it's just me. I ain't had no cousins and no big brother out there. It was just me. I'm, I'm the oldest. It's like, it's, it's me and then, that's it. I had some people that were, were, could protect me that I looked at as big brothers. Don't get me wrong, but like I said, when you a certain when you get a certain age or you get to a certain um, spot in life, you don't even you not even run into them people that, that, that's like big brothers. So like people I could have used to fuck niggas up or to 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 handle something, I didn't do it just off the strength. I guess I wanted to do it on my own. I don't know. Like I didn't. I had people that could have did stuff for me, but I always wanted to handle anything on my own. Cause I feel like if I I had, a, I had a big person I looked up to named Russell. If I let Russell handle that, niggas gonna respect Russell. They ain't gonna respect Maine. Like they still gonna respect Russell. Like it might be handled and that that situation might be taken care of, but I didn't take care of it. So technically speaking, it's still lingering around. Cause if there's no more Russell, then they then now they might come and do the same thing again. So I have to handle it. So some things I could I I should have got other people to handle. I chose to do it just because I wanted, you know what I'm saying, my own respect. And that's how I was just taught. But Aside from that, though, like, my, I remember, like I told you, my mom and, her, and the guy she was talking to, Delroy, they had got into a few times, and, uh, and my pops asked me, you know, he would ask me questions, like, yo, did they, and I, one day I told him, I said, yeah, like, sometimes I, sometimes I do get scared, like, 
I don't be knowing because he a big nigga. Like, I don't want, my mom is very, my mom is rowdy. Like, she ain't going to back down. So she might slap shit out the nigga or hit him. And he might feel like he had a bat. Like, what I'm going to do then? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm, shit, I'm 12. Like, what can I do? And that's kind of why I started carrying, like, the knife. Like, at first I had, I, I would carry one from home. But when I was able to get my hands on, like, a switchblade or something like that, I just kept collecting those and I had those. And a few times when they did break up, I definitely carried it more because I felt like, shit, what I'm going to do, this nigga got a key and shit. So what I'm going to do if you you told him don't come back, he leave work, come up here. Like, what I'm going to do? I'm going to say, yo, get out the house. Like, he going to be like, get the fuck out of my face. You know, how can I handle that? So in my mind, when I started carrying my knife, my knife anyway on a daily basis, it wasn't to be cool. It wasn't a fad. It was because, shit, I done had this situation. And just in case this situation awry or come, comes up, I didn't be able to handle that. At this time, I wouldn't even call my dad like that. I wouldn't even call my dad yet to 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 ask him stuff, even though I should have, but I just didn't. Like, I don't know. Like, I just didn't call him. It's probably just some one of them things where, you know, a nigga don't pick up the phone up after a certain amount of times, you just stop calling. Like, that's like anything. You know what I'm saying? You hit somebody up. After a few times, you're gonna stop hitting somebody up first. And I think I I had got to that level at 12. Like, yo, I ain't calling a nigga no more. Like, when I see him, I see him. If I don't see him, I don't see him. I loved him. I still love him to death. I know I won't say nothing bad about him ever, ever on the podcast, nothing like that. But that was my mindset. So I felt like I had to do everything on my own. And that's what I did. But um, oh, I probably should have said that. When I say Wonder Years episodes, it's really, it's really anything good. I feel like my teens was very dark. That my last couple years in New York was like real dark, but it's worth talking about because it's like it's a it's a weight off your chest, weight weight off your shoulders. And then it, it brings people into your world. A lot of people know me from being to myself or just moving a certain way. It takes a long time to get to that to get to that point where certain things just don't bother you no more, or to get to a point where you just are even kill, where you always calm, you always cool, you always collected. You know, it takes a lot of them situations, a lot of misfortune, a lot of damn that could have been me type situations to get to a level of where I be at. Like my level of cool and calm now. I, I like to think it's impeccable. I, I I don't get rowdy. I don't none of that stuff. So me telling you a story, you probably somebody probably thinking like, damn, I wonder how the fuck he would look doing that. But at that, like I said, in um thinking out loud six, product of your environment. It's big, it's a big deal. When you're a product of your environment, you're gonna be you could you that's by nature. I'm going out Saturday day, I'm seeing niggas get fucked up, I'm seeing niggas fight, I'm seeing niggas get robbed, I'm seeing niggas jump niggas, I'm seeing niggas do all type of wild shit, and I'm around that, I'm going to do all type of wild shit. Like I just said in um, the Thinking Out Loud 6, I was like, uh, you are the company you keep. So I, I agree with that. If you always, you know, I'm not saying, nothing wrong with screaming free this, free that, because you love you love your niggas, you want them to be free. Nothing wrong with that. But only certain type of niggas be screaming that because they around that. So if you always screaming that, technically speaking, it's possible you might end up in jail. Like I feel like you bring it upon yourself. If you hang around niggas that get locked up every other week, you you might get locked up too. If you hang around niggas that's that's getting killed every other week, you might get killed. That's just that like that's just that's the law of attraction. There's nothing you can do about that. Like so, you are the company you keep. If you hang around niggas that's successful, you might be successful. If you hang around millionaires, you might become a millionaire. Hang around uh, anything that's positive, you might be anything that's positive. Hang around negativity, negativity will attract you. That's just how it goes. Uh, you are gonna get as far as people around you for no reason. You know, you're going to get as far as the people around you for no reason. So uh, somebody that's just standing next to me every day and around me and I'm doing positive stuff, he might get as far as me for no reason at all just because he hanging around me. 
if it's a and that's why if you a good if you a good person and you're not a a, a, a street dude or you're not or you're a, you're just a regular civilian. Why you hang around gang members for? Why you hang around niggas that's shooting niggas for? You might get shot. You might get shot because they're shooting people and people shooting at them, and you are gonna put yourself in that in that in that crossfire. So, so you think about where I'm from? It's a jungle. You know what I'm saying? They always say it's, it's a, New York is a jungle. Brooklyn is a jungle. Um, so you hang around that jungle, you stop. You you become an animal. That's that's just how it goes. You you take yourself out that jungle and you hang around a more chill, laid back like the like this like the the country Augusta. You get a more chill version of, of yourself. You know, you get laid back. And I started to, you know, luckily I had been through so much already. Like, I saw, I, I was able to reflect a lot. So, I mean, when I first came down here, I wouldn't even say hi to people. Like, because then, yo, you don't do that. Like, we don't greet each other. For what? I got somewhere to be, nigga. Why am I saying hi to you for? Get the fuck out of my face. You look a nigga too long. A nigga come, might come pressure. you. What the fuck you looking at? Because you never know what nobody facing, fighting, what they going through. Niggas be going through their own little thing. They might think you out to get them. Ain't no telling. So, in New York, it's like, it's like, it's like standard. Don't look too long. Don't speak to me if you don't know me. So I get down here. I move down here. And I'm in a lawn. I might be checking the mail. And you got people just honking the horn saying hi. And I'm like, why? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, don't say hi to me. I don't know you. That's my young mindset. I was 15, 16, came down here. So mind you, that's my mindset. You know what I'm saying? It took a little bit for me to be like, you know what? Yo, it's not. It, it ain't that bad to say hi. Like, they just saying hi. Like, it's not even a big deal. Then now, I, might, I, I speak to people I don't even know now. So, excuse me. So, uh, I'm sorry. I know that was long-winded. Um, yeah, so welcome to the Wonder Years. I don't know what that was, number three. I don't know. I'm going to just call it Wonder Years number three, I guess. But this is just a um, this is just for people that that's like that like audio, that want to listen to audio. I haven't put up content in a while. Um, so, I'll drop this as soon as possible. So, what is it, 125 now? 135 p.m.? I'm going to drop this right now. Like I'm going to just really just click done. And and put and, and double up the audio, and then I'm just going to post it on SoundCloud with a picture and call it a day. Um, any questions? Any you got feedback? Y'all can text me as you're listening to it and give me feedback. I like that. I, I love feedback. So if you can and you listen to the story, um, I probably just said the beginning. Give me feedback. Like tell me what you think about. It. Like give me your thoughts. Like it, I don't care if it's about my mom's or if it's about this. Like I want real thoughts. If it's something I said too much or. Should I have slowed down? I mean, I, I try to slow down when I'm talking. It's hard. That's one thing I can't change that I, I have changed by myself through my whole life. Just talking fast. I just that's just something that I'll try, and then mid sentence I just be like, I don't know, trying to get all the words out, and I, <laughs> I don't know why I do that. I can't I can't call it. But yeah, definitely give me feedback. You got to email me. It's um more tt master at gmail.com that's m-o-r-e-t-t-m-a-s-t-e-r-s at gmail.com if you got my number you can text me um post it on your story your snapchat story facebook story post a link i mean something just tell people listening to it if you think it's good if you think it's bad let me know um and that's really that man uh morning masters podcast be out